it's lights out and away we go. And what's up guys and girls and welcome back to the F1 podcast. I am joined by Alan. Hello. And David. Not Crofty the other one. Sorry, folks. <laughs> so, Canada. Oh, Canada. Well, the rendition, of the, the rendition of the National Anthem was something. Hey, look, no one's ever going to beat frigging the Dutch rock band version, so that competition's dead before it starts. <laughs> well... <laughs> Or the out of tune, uh, was it the out of tune, was it Azerbaijan was out of tune? Yeah. <laughs> it sounded awful. <laughs> so, <sighs> didn't obviously catch any practice, so I don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of rain from what I saw on Facebook, but yeah, I didn't see any of it myself. There was... No real FP1. Uh, Red flag come out after one of the Alpines stopped on track, and then they lost all cameras. Even though broadcasting cameras were fine, race control had lost all CCTV cameras around the track. Oh, right. Which is why they added an extra 30 minutes onto FP2, which ended up being a power boat race at the end. <laughs> yeah, the, not the first time that's happened in Canada. The heavens is opened. A bit like last night, then. Hi. <laughs> so, going down the sh- Straight towards World Champions was just a washout. When's it not? Hadn't they done something at Wall of Champions, speaking of the Wall of Champions? Didn't they put some sort of barrier in front of it this year? No. Um, and one and two, where you got that grass runoff on the right hand side, they put a barrier there this year which actually was a lot more dangerous especially for cars having to rejoin Mm. because they're literally at a 90 degree angle having to rejoin the track drivers brought up several times in meetings and they removed one section on the actual race day, but even that wasn't wise enough. Doesn't surprise me the FIA bumbling things again. But yes, they'd also apparently move the, because um, the re-entry point, if you ran wide there, it ended up being a lot tighter, and it as a result, cause the piece of tarmac was a lot narrower. Yeah. Well, the bit where you blew your tyres out in the game. No, 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 no. Yeah, they changed that. Well, we, we're talking about turn one here. Got to say. Oh, if you yeah, went, yeah, yeah. If you went straight on at turn one, you, there was a little piece of tarmac you had to use to re-enter. You were allowed to just straight line it back onto the track. So it was the same on that last corner. It was the same on turn four as well. One. There was a little barrier they had to go round. Yeah. Could they not made that any more tighter than barriers? They look dead That's... really narrow. I, th- I think they leave them at I think they reluctant to make them too tight after. Was it science that Russia tried to go through them full speed? Screwed it up and then it was smacking the barrier. Yeah. I remember Alonso did it and managed it, and then I think science tried it and just got his angle a little bit off. Yeah. And so as a result now, while they, they're there to try and slow the cars down so they can't just full speed back onto the track, they don't want to make them impossible. Plus, you don't want a massive speed disparity. Because mm. this is that last corner, they're rejoining onto that straightway, cars are grabbing DRS. If he's coming on at walking pace, there's somebody bombing down 100 mile an hour. Yeah. 
yeah, that's why you've got that little. If you're coming off track of those last corners on the wall champions, you have to. If you're going off, basically, you're coming off, you've got to rejoin past a certain marker point. Yeah. But I also, also as well, can, Canada's always had that issue where if someone's entering the pit lane, it puts them on a very different track, and the amount of times cars nearly went off because they nearly followed someone. Yeah, yeah, because you miss your breaking point. It you break, you break later if you're going into the pits. Now, if you're right behind someone, they go into pits. It's very easy for you not to realise. Mm. I mean, of course, we saw see Magnuson again in the race. One, it nearly got the back of science. And think it was science. Yeah, and you roll. Mm. Yeah. Both have very, very close calls. Mm. They did during the pit stops and all. Yeah. But quality first. Yeah. It I was just. I think Ferrari were very lucky and did get a free place for a penalty. I think you mean for blocking, because that was awful. That was he, definitely an impede. But he was doing it in free practice as well. Done it twice in free practice as well, so... Yeah. But yeah, they were lucky there to escape that one, because let's say that was... That could have been a massive accident right there. Yeah. and Last corner. You can't just blame the driver. You've got to blame the team for that. Oh yeah, the team is supposed to be sort of keeping warning them. Yeah. They have to give them updates as much as possible. But obviously it messes the fastest lap up and didn't qualify. Yeah. That's it. I, I, I said that to my dad on the run-up. He's like, this is a, this is a, it's a difficult one to judge because obviously even the three-place big penalty didn't affect him as much as Pierre. But then again, you couldn't just say, right, put science behind Gasly, because that's not... Mm. Yeah. It's a difficult one to call. But it wasn't just uh, Sainz, or was it? It was Yuki and Stroll got... Mm. Got uh, free grid... But... Free place grid penalties as well. But I think the Sainz one was the worst. Oh, yeah. I mean, well done to Williams and Alex Albon for getting their Q2 just right. Oh, yeah. Coming, mm. being first team out and stuff, played perfectly for them. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, because... Oh. A lot of other teams were still running the Inters. And Williams went straight out on softs. Yeah. And because of the rain coming in, it worked in their favour. Well, it was one of those situations where I actually don't even understand why Max went back out in Q3. I wouldn't even bother putting the car on the track. There was no way anybody was going to get near him. No. So... I mean, he, he went quicker on his... Second lap and the conditions were getting worse. Hmm. And then by the time they had the red flag and they come back out, nobody was going to get anywhere near. Hmm. No. So obviously, according to the news article on the F1 website, um, obviously, Sainz has stated that he was surprised that the driver of car 22, which is obviously Yuki, overtook him into turn 13. And as a result, he accelerated late to start his fast lap, said the stewards' report. The driver of car 10, Gasly, stated that the driver of car 55 could have and should have gone earlier. Telemetry showed a significant speed differential between car 55 and car 10. Mm -hmm. Although the overtake move by car 22 took the drive driver of car 55 by surprise 
it is our determination that the driver of car 55 was predominantly to blame and that he unnecessarily impeded car 10. Yeah, he was in the middle of the bloody track. Hmm. <laughs> that was the thing, yeah, that was almost... I mean, all right, if you're trying to get a gap and slow down, but get right over to the other side of the track from the racing line. Yeah. If you're going to do tricks like that, don't do it slap bang in the middle. Hmm. I'm just pulling up the qualifying... Um... I mean, well done for Hulk for getting it in second. Yeah. Yeah, shame Nick then got taken away from him again, but... Hmm. Yeah, there was a lot of um, unhappy people about that. I think Ted, I'll, firmly, I'll firmly put myself in that category. Ted, Ted Kravitz, Kravitz was, he was fuming. Oh, Kravitz was salty all weekend, wasn't he? It was quite funny, actually. Too right, he was salty. It was brilliant. He even brought, it was that bad, he even brought up Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, I am going to say, I'm not, honestly, you know, the form that DeVries showed and, like, Sergeant have shown in previous stuff, they're just, they're, they're struggling. Even bloody uh, Guan Yu Zhou's struggling in the Alpha. Mm-hmm. Thing is, Sergeant will struggle. He's not really got a car. The upgrade, say, Williams bought with just on Albon's car. Yeah. Yeah, Sergeant doesn't get him till Silverstone. Yeah, so you two more races, basically. The freeze, I think. The other Terry's just not there at the moment. It's just not performing as to how well we know it can. Yeah, I think I think I've said this before. I don't know about what I've said in the past. I think the problem is a lot of teams have made big jumps forward this year, and I think some teams are getting left behind. Mm. <laughs> and I would say I think Alpha Terry are one who've kind of been left on the back full a little because I think we've said it in previous podcasts it's the jump forward of Alpha Alpha Aston Mine yeah that has sort of caught a lot of teams by surprise yeah I mean they've been lucky obviously with this new rules and regulation with cost capping and wind tunnels and they've been quite lucky because they get um, more time because of where they finished last year it's not just that though you've got to give credit the fact that the stroll family and aston martin are putting big investment in brand new facilities oh, yeah you know that that's playing as big a difference as the time is the fact that they really are pushing they want this we've got to drive like alonso coming in with all that experience you know he's what 41. 41. 41. Yeah. But even at his age experience, he's not lose. He's not lost. He doesn't seem to have slowed down. No, yeah, he, he's not he left. He left your sport, but come back stronger. Oh, um, yeah. He's, I think know. if they didn't have that brake problem on the rear brake duct, they would have been challenging Red Bull this Canada. Yeah, but Max wasn't exactly running away because apparently he had a bird stuck in his brake duct. I'm pretty sure Kelly wouldn't have been too chuffed about that. Yeah. But you know, I said it. I can see Aston Martin getting a win this season. He's going to take a bit of luck. He's going to take a lot of luck. It's going to take a bit of a weird situation, you know, there's going to be a problem for like, well, the way it was today, I 
said to me, that one point, all it took was one problem for that Red Bull. And Alonso was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and that could have been, you know, Alonso, uh, Verstappen nearly knocking himself out on the curb. He nearly did. That's, that's what I'm referring to. But, you know, well, it's... You know, he could have done what Russell done. Because he yeah. was riding those curbs an awful lot. You know, but as we said before, I mean, David said before, those cars this year are built a lot stronger. Yeah, we were saying, look at how, say, look at Alonso's car survived that real mighty wallop with the wall. Mm. You know, um, Russell's car, the car car did survive, they retired it later on in the day, but. I think that was down to brakes overheating because he wasn't gaining on anybody. Yeah. Because so, I think it was maybe an element of just, look, let's not risk. If there is something that's not happy. Yeah. In the in the age of the you know, cost caps and the limit on parts, you don't want to be over pushing a car that doesn't want to be pushed. Especially with Austria next, we know how what that track can be. Mm. I don't know if you caught any of the build-up and they did the lie detector test on Russell. No, I think I joined joined in about where they were doing the bit on the safety car, but also it was about that time where the weather started closing in and Sky was having one of its little bit of issues with the the rain around. I don't know if you you got that around, but... No, I know. We did. We just, I at one point I had it on the TV and I had my phone on as well. Yeah. No, so the phone was actually running a lap about a lap behind. We was just in case the TV cut out. Yeah, I missed. I missed the lie detector, which was a bit I wanted to watch. And then I ended it's up. Probably, it's probably on their website. Yeah, I, I ended YouTube. up catching Karun in the safety car and Bert Mylander absolutely. Booking it at the end and Karun looking a bit worried. Yeah. Well, one of the questions they asked Russell was, are you quicker than Lewis? And what did he answer? Yes. He answered yes. And he was telling the truth. Yeah, but to be, in, to be a racing driver, you've got to believe that. Oh, yeah. Hmm. You've 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 got to you've got to think that if you want to do anything in the sport. Mm. I mean... uh, I meant to submit a question because, like I was saying to Alan again, before the one of the other podcasts yesterday, well, the ones that don't bother to do them, they actually had James Vowles on. Yeah, it was very interesting. I actually I meant to put a question: How do you keep a team like Williams motivated? Because let's be honest, you're not turning up thinking you're going to win. So how do you keep those people motivated? Mm. You know what I mean? I know it sounds silly, but... Just belief that you're going to finish your points. We know it can. We know Williams can do this shit. Which it did. Yeah. I mean... I think yeah, Al- Al- deserved driver of the day. I'll fully say it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he changed those tyres on the safety car. And defending like mad. Yeah, but Albon's done that before. It was Australia, wasn't it? <laughs> I think even I think it's Crofty brought it up. There's a DRS train behind him, but they can't get past him. Even though he's not got DRS, how are they not getting past him? That's an extra 12 miles an hour they're gaining, but they just cannot get past him. Yeah. So it does show the upgrades they bought are working. And it's like I mean, how much your buttons had an influence on the team? You know, because it works with them. Like I say, Val's coming from Mercedes. Mm. Yeah. You know. Val's knows what he wants. It's in the same way that, obviously, 
we're going to give you a lot of Aston Martin success to Mike coming in. Because hmm. he's come from Red Bull. And I still love the early intro. I've said it before where they were accusing him of copying Red Bull designs. Hmm. And he turned around and said, look, I've watched something work for the last three years. I'm not just going to turn around and do totally different. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not... Which I thought was a very good way of putting it. And I'm You're not gonna gonna... Bring... You're going to bring your experience and your knowledge and everything you know from yeah. working with a team like Mercedes and Red Bull and everything else because you know what works. At the end of the day, every team on that grid is going for the same goal. Hmm. And if you're watching something that's working day in, day out, you're going to give it a go. You're not going to go, well, I'm not going to do that just because I'll be accused of being copied. It's <laughs> the reason why Mercedes now have side pods. Yeah, well, they've finally given up on that that experiment, which is fair play to them. I'll, I'll never, I'll never mark a team down for having a go. You know, I mean, try something different. That's how we had cars with six wheels on them in the past. Yeah, love to see that come back. It'll never. Work. I think I think the regulations actually just about make it illegal, don't they? Yeah. Much like the fun car, the fun car will never come back either. No, because he got sick of that spitting stones at everybody. Yeah, when you mentioned Mike Crack, Mike Crack, I was actually going to make the Conor Moore reference of, you know, yeah, he's got to go and talk to his asshole. Yeah, I, I, that's why I just called him Mike. I didn't give him, <laughs> even though I called James Vals Vals, I'm not going to put his full name in there because one of you pillocks will pick that one up. <laughs> I knew exactly who you were talking about, and I was going to make the joke, and it was just like, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't saying you that one up, you're going to have to work for it. <laughs> 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 <sighs> poor, poor guy, his parents must really have not liked him. <laughs> I just. I am going to say, if you haven't seen any of Connor Moore. Go look him up on YouTube, guys. Honestly. Oh, genius. Absolute genius. He is absolutely hilarious. Some of the stuff that he's done, I mean, like I said, I like his got it when he does gunfer. When he does the gun for him his gun for impressions. It's the science one, and it's so amazing. It's really how far it is from his actual voice. Yeah. Yeah. You think he's Irish? Yeah. Oh yeah. But when he's doing the Carlos science and he's absolutely Spot on. Yeah, but to have it's like when when he was actually doing that thing with F1, wasn't he? If, if you remember, and then signs turns up, and then yeah, you can when he starts speaking like signs, and then signs actually Carlos speaks. It's like wow, okay. It's just Carlos's reaction when he goes. I want to know what his real voice sounds like, and then he, starts, then he comes out yeah. in his normal voice, and he goes, "Oh my god, that's you know." It's just honest to God. Oh, the one, where, the one where he's in no Russell's gear and helmet, trying to convince Toto. Yeah. Until Russell then walks in. <laughs> Fair play to Toto and George for getting in on it. You've got to. Well, teams these days know that social media is such a big part of. Mm. Yeah. What they're doing that they've got a. Every team will now have a social media manager because you have to. Yeah, but it's like even when Conor Moore met Steph Dominicali as mm. well. It's just like fair play to him. Yeah. And they're like, first I was a smooth operator, I'm like, my car is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> but using things like social media is getting the sport out there a lot more. Oh, um, I saw the thing at the start of the race. Was it attendance nearly 350,000? Yeah. yeah. Say what I you think... like about Liberty. Say what you like about Liberty Media. They've been the, the sports profile in America. Yeah, but it's not just that, though, is it? Like, Drive to Survive does have a little bit of an influence into it. You know, <sighs> you may not agree with that. Oh, no, I agree. I've, I've always said it's bringing people into the sport, and that's not a bad thing. I said it's not for me. I don't particularly enjoy it, but that's not I just the whole thing. The whole thing doesn't revolve around me. I, I'm quite willing to accept that for now. I just can't <laughs> wait till we're sat here in a couple of months, well, a few months' time, and talking about how cringy Las Vegas is going to be. 
I was not saying he's going to be genius, but it's because it's Vegas. Yeah. I've told you, I still wish I could make it work and be out there. I would freaking do a lot to be out there for that. Yeah, have you got over, have you got over seven grand? No. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, you know. If any of these sponsorship deals for the podcast, by the way, want us to do a live podcast from Vegas... Yeah, that would be good. You know, just slide on into Chris's DMs, he'll... Free slide, tickets. Slide it into the email. Yeah. You know, slide it into, you know, not a cat, not a snowball in hell's chance at gametimeuk.com. <laughs> <laughs> but don't forget, guys, obviously, with this podcast being on Spotify, you can also listen to it on Amazon Music and Samsung Podcasts. What? I had to. No, 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 not like <laughs> But <sighs> we've like completely sidetracked, like usual, aren't we? Mm-hmm. I mean, <sighs> fair, pi- fair, fair play to Ferrari. I'll give them that fourth and fifth. Yeah. With what Must... at one point looked like a bold strategy, Cotton, but was a very, very bold strategy. Perez couldn't make any ground. And I was about to say, what has happened to Perez yet again? He's lost confidence. Yeah, he's... I was going to He just seemed to be a little bit off the ball. Ever since, because even at one point he was like six points off Max. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's just like, what is he now? A lot. It's 50-odd, in it? Max is 195, Perez is 126. And Alonso's catching him. Alonso's 117. Yeah, it's 50-odd. Yeah, but... I just... I feel sorry for Perez, because there's all this... There's all been all this shit going around. Saying, oh, Perez is... He's running the risk of losing his seat. And I mean, that can't be helping the guy if he's actually seeing this stuff. It's just, got, he's got to find that confidence again. The thing is, we all know he's got it. When he, when he hooks it up, we all know he has got it. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're hitting a point where by the time he does find it again, he's going to be too little too late. Yeah. But who would they bring in? They won't, but they, they, surely they won't put Danny Danny Rick back in that car. Oh, no. Albon's still technically a Red Bull driver, is he not? He's only sponsorship by them. Yeah, but that can probably still pull some strings if he keeps performing as he's been doing, but... Well, he could do, but what's the po- why bring him back in? Or... Yeah, I don't think, I don't think Yuki's, Yuki's showing. Yuki's nowhere near. They can't. Like I said, they had a perfect. Opp- nowhere near. They had a perfect opportunity with Gasly, but Alpine poached him. Mm. They're kind of stuck unless they. They're, they're, in, they're in a similar boat to Merck. We've had this discussion before about Mercedes. Well, yeah, because is Mick is Mick re- Would Mick be ready to jump in? Love to see Mick in them, Mark. You know, that drove for them when they first joined the sport. Yeah, but I agree. I don't know. But I, say, you wouldn't want you wouldn't want to put Mick straight in the main Merck. You'd want to like power it off in a Williams for a couple of years, or really? Yeah. You got to us all three of the top teams right now. I don't know if we're in. A... For, for the last few years, we've yeah. not had a lot of young drivers come well, through. Aston Martin have got Drogovic. Who has had no F1 experience. Well, he's mm. had no, no, he's had no F1 experience, but... But I don't think, even with Aston Martin, I don't think Drogovic will go. And Blonde, so definitely won't go at the moment. They won't no, get rid of him. And obviously not... Stroll... Alonso won't go until he wants to decide he's had enough and he wants to go. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's clearly having enough fun at the moment for that not to be an option for a while. 
You can tell he's having fun, you know. And considering where he is in the driver's standings right now. Tim is there smack talking Verstappen before racing. <laughs> That's it. I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to be on the podium of every single race now for the rest of the season. <laughs> he, we know he can do it. He's yeah. got the car. It's a tall yeah, order. It, I mean, okay. It, he was almost doing the Fast and Furious dude I almost had you. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, he said he was basically doing 70 qualifying laps throughout the race just to keep Hamilton behind him. Yeah. He was lifting and coasting at one point during the race, though. For most of the race, I think he was. Yeah, but I, most think, he, I think he was having back, back brake issues. He had problems with, I think it was his right rear brake duct. Hmm. Um, because even he said about that, it's he would have been, he would have been challenging Max. Yeah. And Red Bull have admitted they didn't have the greatest of races for some reason. They yeah. do, their car does not suit Canada. Well, that gets me thinking, will it suit Austria? Oh, the good thing is, I'll forget Austria's their track. Austria's their yeah. track. <laughs> They're going to turn everything up to 12 for that. I've got a feeling the car doesn't like fast, high-speed corners. Canada has got more high-speed corners than just slow-speed. Yeah, oh, yeah. Heavy, you know, we've got that main, we've got two real heavy braking areas, but that's it. Well, you've got roughly the same in Austria, in Austria where you you don't really have heavy, you've got one main, well, two really, heavy braking areas with one straight between. You know, like I said, they don't really let anything happen on their circuit. Uh, <clears throat> I reckon, I, I reckon, that's definitely going to give them a run for the money there. New upgrades are working. Yeah. Hopefully we see a return of Perez at Austria. Hmm. By the way, speaking, we mentioned Hamilton during that. How the hell did he get away with that unsafe release? Same as Norris. They probably should have both got probably should have both got a penalty. But for God's sake, he nearly put he nearly put Fernando Alonso in the wall. Who? Hamilton. Well, Norris. Yeah, but like Norris had to when even Norris with his like going down the left hand side, and he the only reason he had to come out was because otherwise he would have clonked a Ferrari pit crew. Mm. I'm going to say it, but the consistency really wasn't there again. Mm. With the steward in. I just think, I think Mercedes got serious looking, because from from the onboard of Alonso's car, it was clear cut. When they showed it, yeah. I mean, me and Alan spoke before, and I know he said, he said, they probably wouldn't have touched. But if you're close enough that you're causing the guy to react the way he did, mm. the touch is irrelevant, you've still come out too close in my book. Yeah. And it's like Norris when he ended up going alongside whoever it was, I can't remember who it was. But it's just like... <laughs> Norris did get a five-second penalty for unsportsmanship behaviour. Yeah, that was nothing to do with it. But it wasn't unsportsmanship behaviour. It was a safety car infringement. Once again, Kravitz was doing his nut over that one. When he just... Well, it it was Russell, obviously, Russell's crash that ended up causing it because he when he caused his damage yeah um and this is what the stewards have said about it so handing down norris norris's five second penalty for unsportsmanlike behavior at 15.23 Montreal time, just over an hour after the infringement was carried out, it took them a fucking 
hour, for Christ's sake. <laughs> the steward cited Article 12.2.1 of the International Sporting Code. I've still not got that and read it yet. Um, as they sanctioned the McLaren driver, writing the stewards reviewed the positioning stroke marshalling system data, video timing telemetry, team radio and in-car video evidence. During the safety car period, the driver, Norris, slowed to allow a gap to form between his teammate in car 81 and him in doing so. He delayed the cars behind. There was a significant difference speed between car 4 and car 81 in turns 10 and 13, approximately 50k kilometers an hour. Article 12.2.1 of ISC refers to any infringement of the principles of fairness in competition behavior in an unsportsmanlike manner or attempt to influence a result of a competition in a way that is contra contrary to the sporting ethics. Sorry, so, folks, he won't stop. I tried. So, <laughs> all he was trying to do was build a gap between him and Piastri so they could double stack nicely. Did you watch after the race in the pen? No, I didn't see any of that. When he was interviewed, Norris was asked, can't remember who, whether it was Rachel or whoever, basically turned around and said, uh, he basically turned around and said to him, oh, it's not just, it's not just me that was doing it, um, not just me that has done it in the past, so why, you know, he got quite shitty about it, to be honest. And he was like, he he just had a bit of a like oh, uh, an attitude on him, not such of an attitude, but a. We don't drivers do it, but I think he doesn't do, do, do it enough to get caught. Yeah, by all means, you can slow down, but he, I think he's just slowed down that little bit too much, which why he got that penalty yeah but he wasn't doing it the problem is the way they're saying is they've done it so they could double stack i think he was just doing it so he created gap so he could get end up slowing down speeding up to get something heating his tires but well no because he's done it as he's pitting so he wouldn't make any difference whether he's getting heat in the tyres if he's about to pay it for a new set of tyres. Yeah, he's just, he's just trying to build a gap. They wanted to make sure that they had time for Piastri stop and the team to get his set of tyres out. And... Hmm. If he had brand new tyres on, fair enough, yeah. But he was just about to pay it, so therefore no point worrying about getting heating those tyres because just about to change them. Yeah. But I know they want they want to peel it. And then obviously after that Norris went on to give us some more action at least. Oh yeah. The only thing that got quite confusing, because Crofty and... Was it Crofty? Or is it Brundle? One of them said, oh, the penalty's already had already been applied. Yeah. But he, he hadn't finished the race. About three, four laps ago, and I'm thinking, yeah. their oh, yeah. system that they see in front of them had been updated with a final end result. Yeah. And even they were confused by it all because it race hadn't finished. Hmm. So that seemed a bit odd. Are we at this point glossing over the two cars going for a frolic down the escape road at one point? What are you on about? Um, De Vries. I did say it's De Vries and an Alpha Tower, wasn't it? And, uh, 
Tehát vizsgálom rá, de csak az ilyen a ház van itt, Hulk. One of them. Yeah, but yeah. Has, has right behind him blocked the Afatari in. And took him quite a while to get out of the escape road. <laughs> <laughs> they got the line of marshals there to let them know if it's clear behind them. Mm. Yeah, because you don't have reversing cameras on them. We don't have that great of mirrors. No. And... I expect a little bit more action from Canada, if I'm honest. Yeah, it was a it was a good race. It was. It had some interesting moments, but yeah, normally Canada delivers us a lot more excitement than. It was hoping for a bit of a mixture in the weather. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, I think a bit of rain would have Spiced really changed things up. And is there anything that I mean that po that podium was you couldn't make that up, you know. Nui, Alonso, just Dappen and Hamilton. An amazing podium. Yeah. Cool down room was a bit awkward. Don't know if you saw that. I don't think I actually did not. That was the little well, bit awkward. Rear, rear, rear ends. No, it was a little bit awkward between Hamilton and Max. It seemed. Before Alonso got there. Alonso was very quiet. Yeah. Yeah, but wasn't Alonso and Hamilton teammates at one point? Yeah. Uh, McLaren. Yeah. <laughs> and they hated each other. Exactly, so... <laughs> but they got enough respect for each other. Hmm. <laughs> Those two can have some really good battles. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is what we want to see, is those battles now, you know. We know the cars can chase a lot closer. And I think that's what's going to cause a lot of these battles in the races, is the speed. Mm. As people say, nobody cares about first anymore, it's second and third and below. Yeah. Mm. That's where the battles are. Definitely. Yeah, I think they deserve driver of the day for Albon. I think he drove it well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I voted for Alonso. I actually forgot to vote, I'll honestly admit, but... <laughs> I did vote for Alonso at the beginning, but then obviously watching Albon just... Phenomenal racing from him. Yeah. Probably all that experience at DTM and all. He just <laughs> feels comfortable in that car. And you can see that. Oh, yeah. So, anything else? You Is there anything you want to add, David? Not, not from Canada, no, not really. Um... Obviously, we've got the fantasy league to finish. Yep. I haven't seen the scores, so I'm going to be quite interested for that. So if you just give me one second, guys, I need to just do that, and then we go to here. Mm, okay. I think I gained something like 10 points on you. Not a lot, but... I got... 216. You got 245. Also, yes, one of Alan's came second with 235. Yes, I'm about. Another second win in a row for me. Yep, it is. You got 245. With, with one less point than I got in Spanish, Spanish Grand Prix. Yeah. 
So, <laughs> like, overall... Alan's about... What? 200 odd behind you. At the moment. There's a lot, there's a lot of points to go, yeah. There's still a lot of points on offer, though. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest, one good, one good weekend for him, and I think he could be... Yeah. Although I think I think we've a lot of crossovers in people, so I think it's impossible for one of us to well, you've got absolutely fly. Perez Alonso, Norris, Sainz, and Ocon. Red Bull, Aston Martin. That was yours. I've got Hamilton, Verstappen, Norris, Alonso, Stroll, yeah, with Aston Martin, McLaren. Yeah, but you've got more teams than us. This is on my main one. Yeah, the other one decided to enter every team. <laughs> Whereas, let's say I've got Max. I had two times on down on Alonso. Nah, mine's, mine's on Perez, as it always is. <laughs> mine's on Max, my two times. Ocon got me some points. Straw got me nine. and uh, Bottas got me six. I actually had no negatives this race, which is always nice. Even though he's to get me two points. Yeah. For one of Alan's teams, his GT UK Alan team, he had a negative of 12 because of Russell not finishing. Mm. So, I mean... Yeah, we've still got... I almost wonder if this fantasy league, if the budget's a little too high... Because it seems to be really easy to get a lot of very top players. Um, no. So, there is a little trick to it. When you look at your team, you've got apply chips. Yeah, I know about the chips. We've been through that. But I mean, when we first started it, I mean, the, the budget you seem to have. I mean, I've got five. I've only got five from the top half of the grid. And you've, still me, got, bud- and you've still got 1.1 mil left. To me, that there shouldn't be enough. You should be able to get one, maybe two from the top, unless you want to absolutely have the bottom of the bottom. Yeah, but you wouldn't... I think the reason why the budget is the way it is is the fact that... Because if you did it the way you're on about, it's like you're not... You're not really going to get anywhere. Well, it would, cause it would make it would cause you to have to balance a lot more because then you'd be like, right, you want Max, but he could be half your budget in one go. Hmm. I mean, I've still got, I've got three point six million on my team, cost cap wise. Yeah. You know, you you want the you want Max or you want Hamilton or you want, you know, Perez or Leclerc. They're like over half your budget, so if you want them, you have to make serious compromises. Yeah. Somewhere else. It's. I don't know. It's just the way they've seemed to have done it. The way they've done it, and it's, it's but working, the, right? Yeah, but, but the fantasy football used to be the same. There was a fantasy football league that I used to do, and that used to be quite the same. It used to give you an insane budget, but then. You know, you were always still balancing it out, like we mm. have been doing with the fantasy. Formula One thing. You got anything you want to round out with, Alan? No, it was a one of the best of Canada races we've seen in the past, but it was still a good race. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go with that. Well, we are going to leave this one here. So, the next, obviously, next podcast, obviously, as you know, this will come out on a Friday. And it'll be the, this Friday, actually. Come out on this Friday. No, it won't. 
Oh, this one got this Friday, doesn't it? We're a fortnight between. Yeah, but this one will come out this Friday, and then yeah. the next one will be Austria. Yeah. On the 30th to the 2nd. It's quite, it's quite good timing, isn't it? Well, oh, crap. Okay. We will have a lot to probably talk about. Except David will miss the sprint shootout yet again. I might not. Saturday at 12. I'll record and watch it Saturday night or something. Yeah. But, yeah, no. It's another sprint, so we might have a bit to talk about. Or we might not, because it might turn into a procession like it did last sprint race. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, come back here to find out. Yep. Don't forget to... Obviously, like and subscribe if you're, if you're watching on YouTube. Well, watching, stroke, listening on YouTube. Don't forget, the links for the channel is in the bio if you're on Spotify uh, and Amazon. And on Samsung as well, the Samsung Podcast. Appreciate everybody that has been listening in, downloading and everything so far to this podcast. We did this as a little bit of a stab and it's been great fun actually to do this and it's opened up our eyes i think to quite interesting stuff so yeah we shall see you next time so until then adios amigos so long and thanks for all the fish goodbye for now <laughs>